welcome back to another episode of the footy culture podcast it's world cup season it's finally here and our nation canada yeah. is entering their first world cup in what 36 years something like that something, something like, like that, that right and it's an exciting time and we got to preview it and we got a special guest joining us today to help us do just that. Yes, we got Adam yes, yes. Ifrady creates a freights on Twitter, one of the biggest Canada soccer fans. Welcome. Thanks, man. I'm, I'm stoked to be here. Like it doesn't feel real. I, I was saying earlier before we got on air, snowing outside. It doesn't feel like a World <laughs> Cup at all. But I know that's all going to change when Canada mm-hmm. takes the pitch uh, yes, against sir. Belgium on the 23rd. Oh yeah, 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 cool. yeah. Yeah, the the energy's starting to pick up. I think. Um, We've had some like pre World Cup friendlies. A notable one happened today: mm-hmm. Canada versus Japan. Yeah, two um, one victory at the buzzer, essentially for Canada. Goals from Vittoria Cavallini. What do you think of the game? I thought it was really encouraging. I, I watched this uh, Japan team not long ago play a friendly against the U.S. and really take it to them. And uh, there's quality all over that pitch. Top five league players all over the pitch. And I know they had a few of their starters out, but it was it was still like about half of their eleven, and they subbed in a few uh, key players as well. And for Canada to to win the possession battle wasn't something I really expected. Uh, they had more shots on goal. Obviously, they won the match. So there's a lot of like really encouraging signs that uh, I, I you don't know it until you see it. Canada yeah. doesn't play these opponents every day, and so mm-hmm. seeing that is is super encouraging for a really tough group. Mm-hmm. Definitely, and I I don't know if you guys are able to catch the full game, but. Pretty much after Canada conceded and scored their goal, they were, like, in control. Like, something I really saw, and I was promising, Alistair Johnson and Buchanan on that right flank, bro, combining, like, crazy. <laughs> nice little dynamic there. Yes. Bro. Dynamic duel. Like, like Alistair Johnson's pinging nice through balls to him, like, super easy. Joe David defending, yeah, like, as that. a striker, like, mm-hmm. his hold-up play and being able, he's tracking back the whole yeah. game to win the ball. So many promising signs. It was. It was a great, like, it was a really good 90-minute performance. They didn't give up too many chances. I thought Japan's goal was, like, beautifully taken. I mean, you're going to see goals like that every once in a while against world-class opponents. But a perfect over-the-top bo- through ball in this no-man's uh-huh. land between Kamal Miller and, and Milan Borjan. Gets a one-touch finish, you know. Yeah. That, it happens. Um, and other than that, I mean, they had a goal post real late. They had a half chance where I think it was Minamino mishits a shot outside the box. I, I count three chances in the whole game against a really, really quality mm-hmm. opponent. So mm-hmm. if you can hold a team like, you know, Japan to three, maybe you can hold a Belgium to four or five chances, get a little bit of lucky on your day, a little bit of luck, I should say, and, and, and you never know. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that game against Bahrain, 2-2, I was like, yeah. Canada, man, I don't know. Looking a little rough out there, but this game against Japan, a little little more there's reassuring hope. for sure. Yeah. yeah, there's definitely some more hope, but it's going to be interesting to see them play a top, top side. Mm-hmm. That game against Belgium, Crucial because it's that statement game, that first game where they need to make a name for themselves and they need to perform, right? I think yeah. even if they lose, but they put up like a, a like a, a very good fight in that game, I think they could still do something against Croatia because that's just going to show like yeah <laughs> what they have in them, you know. Mm-hmm. And the squad released on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What do What do you guys think of it? A, a notable omission, kinda, I guess, was Daniel Henry. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he was like surefire, but like apparently he got hurt. Yeah, hurt. yeah in the yeah, Baran game, right. and um, but he's there still. Like he's still on the plane. He's, he's still vibing. The squad. He's vibing. He's chilling, bro. He's chilling. And according to according to a TSN little uh, video they did, he's the team DJ. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. He's got the ox. Bro. Yeah, he's got the ox. So I think that might be like the primary reason that he's still uh, he just came to DJ yeah. in the locker room, <laughs> yeah. bro. He's still got to be because they talk about that locker room presence he brings. Yeah, I guess that's a big part of it, right? Yeah. But um, you satisfied yeah. with the squad? I am, and. 
to that point, growing up, if you ever had the team DJ on, whether it's soccer teams, played on hockey teams, the guy who brings the ox, if he's not there, the team's having an off night. Exactly. Yeah, you bro. need, you know, it just throws the whole routine off. So, you know, I think I think he's he's always been a good culture guy, and I always wanted him to be a, a, on the squad for that reason, not necessarily because I wanted to see him play substantial minutes or any minutes for that matter, but I, I always felt like he was a big part of that brotherhood. So I was yeah. happy with it. I mean, there was, like, really not a whole lot um, – to be complacent about, maybe you could you could want uh, Theo Corbinu on at the later yeah. at, like stage of the squad, mm-hmm. or maybe like a Liam Frazier playing at a little higher level than Liam Frazier is right now. But again, I think when you're talking about the 24th, 25th, uh, 26th man, those guys aren't seeing the pitch. So you want to get guys who are going to be part of that journey and like mm-hmm. part of the locker room dynamic. And obviously, Herdman has a better gauge of who those guys are than I do. So who am I to question those decisions? I felt pretty good about it. Yeah. Do you think Liam Frazier was? Daniel's replacement because that's what I was hearing. Yeah, really, there's eh? two minds yeah. about it. There's there's Liam Frazier and then there's Joel Waterman, right? Which kind of makes sense, just given that he's a center back. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, we'll never know really. Uh, Herdman loves Frazier for whatever, not for whatever reason. I mean, the guy he's like he's he can play. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I mean, he obviously has shown through qualifying. Like he trusts uh, Liam Frazier. I remember back to 2019. I was at the game at BMO Field where they beat the U.S. and uh, Mark Anthony K had a fifth-minute injury in that in that one, and and Liam Frazier had to come in and play 85, and he put a shift in that day, and he was fantastic. So I think from that point, that's where the trust sort of started to build, and it just kind of spiraled. It just continued on from there, and in every moment he's been relied on. You know, he had to come in uh, for I think it was an injured Piet in World Cup qualifying. Had that beautiful over the top. Yeah, uh, yeah the Joe David. Yeah, that ping. David. So oh, it's yeah. like beautiful, cool. you know, every time they have needed him, he's delivered mm-hmm. so i felt like you know there was a good chance he could make it even though his level in terms of where he's at in a club situation isn't quite as high as a guy like corbin mm-hmm. yeah. but um yeah between him and waterman waterman made a lot of sense for reasons that he plays with half our national team like he plays with the whole back line of cf montreal, montreal so yeah. you know if you're going to call a guy who doesn't get a lot of experience in world cup qualifying you might as well call a guy from the, from a team uh that he, he plays at cl- his club football with like yeah. half those guys so there'll be some continuity there it'll be easier to throw him in, in an emergency so you think he's like Waterman's well deserved over McNaughton? I like Waterman over McNaughton. Yeah, I do. Um, I, I I had a good chance to watch Montreal quite a bit this year because they were a fun team to watch. Like I, I went out of my way to when I could uh, to watch Ismail Kone, obviously Alistair Johnson, Kamal Miller, Mont mm-hmm. Soccer alums. Like yes, sir. Uh, we got to put mm-hmm. on sometimes. A lot of Vaughn on that team. Yeah. Shout out Vaughn. Yeah. A lot of Brampton too, bro. <laughs> so Brampton too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so they were they were a fun watch, but. Uh, in that dynamic, like he, he started most of their matches, he was really really good for them. Um, so I was I was push, pushing for a national team call for even back in qualifying. And and McNaughton I think is gonna get there, but he's not quite there. Um, so I was happy with that decision. I saw McNaughton's there though, like oh, even there. in he's Qatar. With the team. He's with the team. Yeah, I mean he's not on the yeah. yeah. It's kind of wow. a wow. I, like, yeah, the, I saw that. Like Canada <laughs> landed in Qatar I think tonight. Yeah, I seen McNaughton coming off the plane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like. Is he, I guess he's maybe like a practice player. I think he's like got a room on the plane. He's bro? like an emergency call up, I think. Yeah. Like if someone gets injured like that, like 27. Sure. That's good though. Probably. It's good to have him there. Yeah. Because I think you're allowed like what? How many How many emergency Two, call ups three. are you allowed? I think like you have a list of like six. So he's probably on the list, that many? Yeah. realistically speaking. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen like those emergency call ups like actually like, come with the team. You know well, they're, I mean? they're in Qatar, so they probably got to be on. Uh, on call? Dial, you know? <laughs> they're on call. That's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Oh my gosh, man. Yeah. Yeah, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Canada opens up their first game Wednesday mm-hmm. against Belgium. Massive opponent. Mm-hmm. Um, will the boys be starstruck? Maybe. <sighs> I think they might be. I mean, I, I, I saw... Here, go ahead. I think they might be low-key. If you guys... I'm sure we 
probably all seen that TSN video that they posted on Twitter. Yeah. That uh, like which player is most likely to kind of thing, mm. and they're like which player is most likely to ask Kevin De Bruyne for his jersey. And it was like a whole every team. single player is like, yeah, oh, yeah, I would, yeah, I probably would, yeah, I probably would, yeah, yeah. That'd be but they me. were like so giddy about it, oh, yeah. which like crazy, I'd be too. Bro. Like I'm not yeah. gonna like lie, I'd be too. But like, nah, but they were meat riding the Bruyne though. <laughs> <laughs> I think these guys are gonna be starstruck, man. Hey, like, yo, I don't know, I don't know, man. It's it's Tough. an interesting. I kind of thought when I saw that like. Like, oh, is this going to be, is this moment going to be like, are they going to be too engaged in like the, all the other stuff? You know, they walk yeah. in the stadium, you look around like you're in a world cup. Yeah. Cause you got to kind of hone in, right? When you're in a world cup, it's like, there's so much in terms of distractions. Yeah. You got to lock you're lined in. up across from a De Bruyne. Like that's an, that's a distraction for a guy who's yeah, plays course, in MLS. And right? You're never going to see that dude in your life. Mm. So I get it. Uh, at the end of the day, I trust them to be prepared because if there's one thing I've learned in this Herdman era is they're always prepared. Yeah. yeah. It seems like they're always in the right mindset and he gets them there. So even if they're not exactly. there like today, on match day, they'll be there. They'll yeah. be where they need to be. He sets them so, straight, definitely. Oh, 100%. Probably the best guy for you can have yeah. right now. You yeah. know I mean? like, he's one of those guy for he's a, he's a player coach, right? Man manager. And if the team is not a focus, he's going to put them into place, right? You can tell that's how he is. So, I mean, there's no better coach for him than him, right? For a team like that, so yeah, they'll all be focused when they, once they see the pitch. I hope so. After oh, the yeah. pitch, maybe they'll all be running to De Bruyne. Yeah. <laughs> Get that jersey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but before then, I think they'll be focused. Kevin's yeah. got to bring a few extra kits huh, for the boys. He might. <laughs> what do you think's actually gonna get his kit though? Davies. It's gonna. It's gonna depend. It's gonna depend if, if we go beat them in the first. He's not gonna want to give his kit up if, if yeah. the, they lose yeah. that game. So yeah. true. You know that would be my my priorities. Like you know, let's if no one gets a kit, that's a win. That means we probably won the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. So, that's the attitude I'd have. But listen, it's it's a once in a lifetime thing for these guys too. Like we have to think it's these guys work their whole lives to be in this moment to be mm-hmm. able to enjoy it. And one of the things Herman's preached is like enjoy it. Like yeah, you know you're here for for a reason. You're here because you earned the right to be here. And uh, and it is a celebration of sport as much as it's a competition. Like the yeah. World Cup, you see all the stuff they do building up to it. To, to represent each of the 32 nations it's really like that 50 percent of the, the tournament is just getting there because you get to experience yeah exactly the greatest event in, in world sport for sure um and then obviously once you're there you got business to take care of but don't i'm sure they won't it won't be lost on them that all the other stuff is part of it yeah yeah no you gotta enjoy it i think that's a good point because like let's say for the olympics like they have that olympic village where all the yeah. athletes of all the countries are linking it's a good vibe they're enjoying like, a little too much. Yeah. 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 It, gets little, it gets a little rowdy. Yeah. Like, yeah. they don't really do that with World Cups because, yeah. like, no. they're in their camps. They're locked in. Mm-hmm. But, like, I could see why, like, you're a Canadian. Imagine, like, there's Vaughn soccer players on the team. Imagine yeah, imagine nuts, us bro. going to the World That's Cup. Nuts. Like, I'd be pretty yeah. starstruck, too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'd be running to, like, Modric to get his shirt. Yeah. Like, easily. Luka, Luka, Luka. Yeah. Like, I'll be the first one running to him, right? <laughs> but, like, I would hope that, like, the Belgian team doesn't get like their hands on that clip. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you think I'm, like they would? everyone just gassing the Brian? I think they will, and they're memeing them. You know what? Yeah. Though, in a way, I think I think they want that. In a way, everything that Herdman does, I think, is is a mind game. And Calculated. I think, it, I think yeah, I, I've been saying that. I actually said a while ago. I don't know how true this is, but I think like one of the reasons Liam Fraser made the, made the squad is because so that the Belgian media can pick up and say, look, the Canadians called a, sec- a player from our second division. Because mm. I think there's a, an element of that. Like, they want to be ah. taken lightly. Catch a team off guard a little bit. I, he's not going to play, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I think there's an element of that. I think everything Herdman does is there's purpose behind it. And, and he's a very, very intelligent man. And if you talk to him, it doesn't take you long to figure out that he's he's six steps ahead, always. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that they're trying to like, get their, their guard down just a little bit in terms of, like, 
they want to play that like you know we're the fairy tale team we're the team that like we're looking up to these guys like they're giants and put them on a pedestal and then knock them down yeah. you don't, you know you, you're not going to expect when we get on the pitch with you we're not going to give you the same respect that you think we're going to give you so that's that's my hope mm. cuz if they go and they're too nice you know i can't imagine at the back uh you know Richie Larea or Alistair Johnston or whatever they're mm. going to back down to those guys like when there's a 50-50 and it's you and De Bruyne yeah. and they go and they take the ball and whatever else comes with it I think Belgium will know then that they're not they're not caring about the jersey swap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're there yeah, to play. So, sure. yeah. yeah, yeah, like no matter what level of football you are, you can still have that dog in you, right? You yeah. have to. Hondo, you like that's what these Canadian boys are gonna bring. Yeah, right. What, what do you guys think their chances against Belgium are, though? How do you guys think they'll do? It's tough to say, man. It really is tough to say because obviously, like, on paper, if you're looking at the roster, you're thinking you're severely outmatched. But I mean, it's the World Cup, and you know, crazier things have happened. There's always that that fairy tale team, exactly, and there's always that giant that comes tumbling down. And maybe we'll be that fairy tale team, and you never know. Hopefully, I think we got the pl- the players. We have the pace. We have the youth. We have players who have that you know dog in them, right? And we're hungry. You can tell every single one of those players are hungry. And it's that hunger that's going to bring them to the next level. Look at Belgium. Depression after depression coming out of the World Cup, Euros, you know, all these things. It's going to get to them. And it's our first World Cup after many years. So there's no better story than that, I think. Yeah. Yeah, what I'm interested in is what's this lineup going to look like? Like, you have your first names on a team sheet, like (laughs) Borjan, he's starting, Uh, Kamal, Vitoria. Pretty much the D line, yeah, Alistair. Yeah. Um, and then things might get tricky as you kind of go a little bit more uh-huh. up the field. Hoylet's been getting shouts to get the start. Yeah. After yeah, he's been in great form. I think form. he should, man. He's so good today. He's man of like, the match today, no? He yeah, man of the man match. Of the match today. And you know, the other thing that, that people have pointed out, they think it's really intelligent. Uh, 40% of the goals happened in, in Russia 2018 came off set pieces, mm. either directly or indirectly off set pieces. And his oh. service today was fantastic. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And like, yeah, obviously they scored off set piece. Um, that that might be an X factor because I don't know that they have. I think Estakio's service is very good at times, um, but I don't know that they had a performance consistently as good as Hoylet's was today in terms of in swinging corners, getting to the getting to heads, even ones that weren't in the net. Like they were, they, they mm-hmm. created every single set piece. Felt like it was a great chance. Yeah. yeah, and they might need that. That might be the 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 separator between them and a Morocco or them and a Croatia. Just having that one moment where they can find a head mm-hmm. uh, and, and and nip a goal. So that that. Feels like almost good enough reason alone to start Hoylet. Hoylet, yeah. Um, obviously, he played really well today, and I think there's a, a space for him, maybe in more of an attacking midfield role. I know that's not where he's playing with his club football right now, but Canada's midfield. I mean, really, who's he competing with for that role? It's probably him or Osorio. Osorio's coming off a long injury. Yeah. Um. So, so, so it definitely makes a lot of sense. Like, I, I wouldn't be against it. I think I would start Hoylet if I had to make the eleven. Tomorrow. No, that's a great way to look at it because if you don't, if you don't say can match up on the field talent wise. Yeah. You might have to get your goals on set pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Take your opportunities when you yeah. can. Yeah. Like look at Greece 04. A lot of their goals leading up to winning that tournament as dark horses were on set pieces, corners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So obviously Canada doesn't match up to Belgium talent wise or even Croatia talent wise. Mm-hmm. So you might as well get set pieces and maybe maybe Try I'm thinking Hoyle. You know? yeah. Maybe yeah. I'm thinking Hoyle too. Yeah. You might have won me over there with that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's but, what I'm here but, for. But who's, who steps out? Yeah, if you put so, so it, it really. So what I would do, should I just give you my 11? Yeah, give, let's hear your 11. All right. Uh, Dane's, no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Boriana goal. Uh, the back three you mentioned, Kamal, Vittoria, Johnston. 
wingbacks, Davies. We're assuming he's healthy to start. Yeah. 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 Adekube, but we're hoping. So, wait, what's your formation here? 3-5-2. Uh, yeah. Mm. Um, so, the, the five will be made up with the wing back or... The wing backs will be uh, Davies and Tejon. Mm-hmm. Uh, the three will be Estacio, Hutchinson, and Hoylet in the most advanced position. And the two will Ooh. be Laren and Really? David. So you're mm-hmm. not starting Adekubi or Rich? No. Jeez. Wow. Yeah, That's Te- different. Tejon and, and, uh, and Davies as, as my wing backs. That's a like really attacking. Yeah. Very attacking. Yeah. You're, going, you're going for the gate. You're just going to come Damn. and send a message. Like you're Coming in hard. The game. Yeah, yeah, you have to. Yeah. yeah, you guys agree with that? I like that, but a lot of people are sh- uh, taking shouts for uh, Kona to start as well. Yeah. yeah, it's a big game to yeah. throw someone like that in against, mm-hmm. like you know, a Belgium. It, it's yeah, easy it's for him to get lost in that midfield against Belgium, and it's like the last thing you want is to throw him in against Belgium. He kill his confidence, and then he's like not an X factor for yeah. for the I rest think of the plays tournament. No matter what, like yeah. he's proven he probably play. come on, yeah. But I don't think he, I don't know. I don't know if he starts, but I would definitely give him some minutes because yeah. he, he can change a game. Like, yeah, like that. maybe Even he finds his way into the team. As the tournament goes yeah, on, exactly. You yeah. think uh, Atiba might be too slow? That's who I would uh, think would go out of the team. I, I know he's experienced. He's uh, there's experience yeah. that definitely helps him, but there's a point where experience is outmatched mm-hmm. by raw pace, raw power, intelligence. You know, and we know yeah. Atiba brings all that, but he is past his. For sure, know. I think where my my rationale for putting him in would be like when they have that moment where they're lining up during the anthem. And they look around the stadium and they look across and they see the Bruyne. I think you want to have a guy on your team, like an Atiba, where you can just be like, all right, we got this. He's been there. Seen it. He's yeah. done everything. Yeah. He's been in every single Champions League, Europa League, you name it. Like yeah, he's facts. Been so I think that, you know, and obviously they have it with Davies, but Davies, is, you have to remember, he just turned 22. Yeah, right? he's still young. So yeah, you, you know, it's hard to look at him and be like, you know, like. It's real on him. Yeah, yeah. period. <laughs> and he's so. a goofy guy too. He is. He is. Yeah. So, so I think there's, there's something, I get calm when I listen to Atiba speak. It's just like, it's like the old man in the room is going to yeah. slide everyone <laughs> down. Settle down. Old head. So, <laughs> so for me, that's the main reason why I would start him. Not necessarily for what he does on the pitch. Not that he's like, I think he'll be fine on the pitch. I yeah. think he's perfectly fine. But I, I think that's, that's the even bigger factor than like his technical ability or mm. whatever. Because you can make a case that like Ismail Kone on the ball at this point with his legs, like he yeah. might actually be a better player right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. But, I don't know that that necessarily is like the role you need him for, and I'd I'd mm. rather see Kone come in for thirty minutes off the exactly. bench and just go 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 for it, you know, yeah. depending on the scenario in the game, uh, and and start Atiba for like the first sixty. No, I agree. Fair. He's he's not someone that's like going to be flashy or anything, but he doesn't really get too many things wrong. So yeah, so yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I don't. Know. It might be hard for me to leave Rich and Adekubi out. It's different. Yeah. Who do you yeah. put him in different. for though? I really like them both. Don't leave him out. Or how do you line up? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know if I'm starting Laren. It's yeah. Why I, not? Listen, there's a case. That could be a case too, though. He yeah. hasn't played much. Yeah, yeah he's been, and he's been, he has been bad form. Yeah, today was today was pretty invisible, Laren. But like, even when he's invisible, you just know he's like one play away. He's one moment away. He'll find yeah. his foot on the and end. He of has the ball that experience. He, like he's just that. That's like the case for him. It's not that yeah. he's necessarily going to be like so yeah. integral in the build up, but. You know, you just you need to take your chances. And if there's one thing we learned with Laren in a Canada jersey, is like when he gets chances, he scores them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. when you only have, you're only going to get two, three chances against the uh, Belgium or or Croatia. Mm-hmm. Like I, I like I like him in that scenario because mm-hmm. I feel like he probably will score. Yeah. And he brings a different profile up top as well. Like if you're gonna, who else would you play up top instead of him? Maybe play Hoyle or you play a, another, you know, you someone Buchanan faster, up top Buchanan. or something. Yeah. And then you could play. Richie. But that's a different uh, profile. I think you need someone like a Laren who's big. Has that Lukaku kind of build? Who's gonna hold up the ball? And that's a player who can 
be a factor where you know you do a little one pass with uh, Joe David and he's gone. Yeah, he's kind of like a, he's like a poacher. Exactly. I know he does not. He hasn't been in bad form, but poachers usually tend to score big goals and big games just exactly. for being in the right spot. Yeah, that's oh. all. That's all a real quick qualifying. You know, the yeah. goal against the U.S. and the give and go. Both goals against Mexico. Exactly. Right? Like, he just finds himself in the spot. It's like, even if he wasn't part of the buildup necessarily, yeah. in that moment, he finds himself in the spot where the ball's going to be. He has that instinct. Yeah. Meet it at the back post. He can meet it, you know, meet his head on it, whatever it needs, whatever yeah. you need, right? Yeah, and uh, I don't know that Canada really has that guy other than him. Like, no, he doesn't. Nah, not really. David's style. No, he's not at all. And if you watch David today, David's like, David wants to be everywhere but the center forward. Yeah. He wants to <laughs> exactly. contribute to the buildup, which I love. Like, I, I think that's when he's at his best. He's really not a striker. He's like a. Attacking mid, center strike. Yeah, he's center technically forward. a cam. He's a Griezmann. Yeah. He's, he's like a Griezmann. Yeah, second he's strike. like a second, second striker, striker type, you know, role where he loves to drop in. He loves to pick up the ball. He loves to. He's a great passer, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and uh, that's where he's at his best. So that's the only reason I. I mean, th- those are the two reasons I start layering because I think he actually plays better with a, another like a yeah, central focal exactly. striker to take the pressure off of him. And uh, but I'm like I think the fact that we can have these debates is is like. A good I mean, thing. It's yeah. good. There's actually starting caliber players who are on the bench, which is we got really, depth. Really yeah. Good, yeah, which is really good. You know, so you don't need to be 20 deep in a World Cup. You just need to be 14 deep. You know, three, 14, 15 deep. If you got 15 guys you feel good about, which I think Canada does, mm-hmm. then you know you can maybe cause a little bit of chaos. Yeah, and I kind of like our rich like coming in like. 70th minute yeah. like to Fresh bring legs. energy yeah like yeah. he came on today yeah. and he killed it yeah. and he won the penalty he's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. right like, and he he's won a few penalties in the campaign right so i think he brings that in that sense he's a madman he mm-hmm. might be the best foul drawer in the tournament That's i'm why. not even exaggerating <laughs> about that he <laughs> no, draws him for fun and you could tell like so. he's one of those guys who's gonna be in your ear he's gonna get under people's skin he's gonna get under he's the best scrapper on the team especially at late in games when you need to get under the opponent's skin yeah you bring him on fair he gets a yellow no matter what but like he's gonna also get someone else a yellow on their team you know i mean i don't think i watched the game that he didn't get yellow card i also think like when he when he's fighting like that he gets a team motivated though they get this killer instinct when he comes fires them up bro so i would be bad and then and then maybe you know like you sing at a coup bit yeah, at a cookbook, you bring him on maybe at like thirty minutes left, and maybe you bring Davies in a upper more forward role. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, at the end, you think maybe Joe David or Laren's not doing the job. You want a bit more width. You put, you know, yeah. Davies. And they up love top to they love one. to play David and uh, David Davies uh, in that free role. Lately, they've been doing. Exactly. It. They tried mm-hmm. it against uh, Uruguay, where he played almost like an attacking mid. Like yeah. He was everywhere. He yeah. was everywhere on that pitch. Uh, and maybe they do that again. Maybe that's one of those things where it's like because if there's any part of the team you're like. Like maybe in that they don't really have like an a, an attacking midfielder. I know the number ten position is kind of not really what it used to be in soccer in general, but yeah. they don't really have like that guy. I think maybe Junior Hoylet, maybe Jonathan Osorio. Mm-hmm. None of them really play that prototypical ten role. But w- I thought Davies in that role was kind of interesting because you usually you want your your best your best player in a position where they can receive the ball in dangerous areas. Yeah. And obviously that that is a position where you can receive the ball in dangerous areas. Touch the ball as much yeah. as you can. So so that is, you know, is it my favorite place for him? Probably not, but it's something that obviously Herdman has tried and maybe maybe likes. So that's another thing I would look out for. Uh, if they want to go more attacking, sub in Atakube, push Davies maybe more centrally. Yeah. Um, they have so many talented wingers. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's why. Yeah, like I think like Liam Miller is talented, yeah. but he plays in Davies' position, yeah. Yeah. so he it's doesn't tough. get that run. It's tough. Yeah. yeah, but you can tell how much passion even he's even had when he got the call up. When he saw he's watching the video, he saw the video where he saw himself crying. getting called yeah. up. He was crying, right? So I think you wouldn't he, be. 
On 100%. Oh, yeah. But, like, mm. you can tell how much passion he has. And I think he's going to get minutes. He'll definitely get minutes. Yeah, I think I think there, it, it will really depend. It will really depend. He's tricky because, like, to your point, like, he's, he's a winger on this team. Like, if he was a center back playing at Basel, you know, playing regularly starting, like, yeah. But yeah. as a winger, it's, mm-hmm. it's very difficult with, you know, you're going to have to displace a Davies or a Buchanan or maybe a, a Hoylet. All the guys who I think are probably ahead of Herdman's ahead of him in Herdman's uh, ahead of him in Herdman's mind. And I also think today was like the roll call. Like today was this was World Cup prep. Everyone who played today, he basically said, "Here's my 11, obviously without Estacio and Davies. Uh, you know, other mm-hmm. than that, here's my 11. And here are the guys I'm going to off the bench." Yeah. Right? The guys we saw. Yeah. Ismail Cav- Kone came off the bench. Cavallini. Cavallini off the bench. Osorio off the bench. Mm-hmm. K off the bench. Like everyone who played today is going to play in the World Cup. Yeah. Cavallini coming in over Ugbo isn't a mistake. That was his that was basically his decision made. Mm-hmm. Like Cavallini's the second striker over yeah. Ugbo or the second set, you know, if you don't include David as a striker. Um he's the first guy off the bench over Ugbo. So whether people are like it or not whether they like it or not, like today was Herdman's statement of intent for how yeah. this team's going to play in the World Cup. And the roles are pretty clear, I think, in my mind, which means a guy like Liam Miller is fantastic, but probably, unless there's an injury, I don't know if he's even going to see the field. But that's, again, a good problem to have because he's very good. Yeah. You want to have depth. If somebody does go yeah. down, the next man up is going to be able to perform at that level. And I, I believe in him. I think he's a, he's a quality player. Yeah. But speaking of men being down, Eustachio, ran- randomly out today? Yeah. They, so in the post-game presser, um, Herdman was saying it was like they're just be- taking a, a cautious approach. Uh, because they know how valuable he is. Yeah. Team. So I wouldn't read into it beyond just like, like he probably felt a little something in training, wasn't 100%. If today was the first game of the World Cup, in my opinion, he's playing. Oh, yeah. 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 So yeah. it's just a matter of like, not 100%, not going to risk it. World Cup's way too important. You're way too important. And Porto's been running him into the ground, playing Champions League, playing league games, playing cup matches. It's like he's playing like 270 minutes every two days. So crazy. I, I don't, <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> like say, and say a couple months ago, he wasn't even he wasn't like touching pitch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now they can't get him off the pitch. Now I just be- I'm begging Coincao to just like give him a rest for yeah. 30 minutes here or there. So he can't get off the pitch. Um, it's a good problem to have, but also I think Kerdman's like acknowledges that and you know, we're not going to run him into the ground against Japan if we don't need to. And they didn't need to today. Like, no. they were it's able to go survive yeah. Yeah. with Sam Piet playing 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Wasn't fantastic, but he was okay. He did a job. And <laughs> they got, you know, he did good enough to get them to half tied. And then Ismail Kone came in and I thought was was pretty bright for the most part. So, yeah, you know, it, it worked out. But also, Davies still not at camp. Yeah, he. I saw him training at uh, Byron. Yeah. Still in what's, hap- what's happening he's over there? Flying, he's flying to Qatar today. Mm. So he did his last uh, thing with um, Byron today's last, you know, testing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and getting those final shots. In yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know how Byron shot. does. Uh, yeah, so they're, they're getting him over uh, to Qatar. He's joining the team. He'll be with the team, well, I guess, tonight, tomorrow, whenever, whatever mm. it is. And uh, their time is a little different. But he apparently is not at 100% speed yet, which is something to watch out for. Yeah, that's um, tough. Which yeah, hamstring injuries are tough like that. Like oh, you, yeah. you can go weeks not being at 100. Yeah. percent So mm-hmm. um, hopefully he. I mean he's gonna play in the World Cup. We know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether he's at his, his best is very like up in the air. Um, if 80 percent best Davies is still, you know what I think it can be, we should be all right. Yeah. But it's obviously hard when your best player is not 100 percent, and we know he won't <laughs> be. So. It's yeah, just scary with a hamstring. If it's not 100 percent, like it's very easy to re for sure re injure. That's that's the problem. I, as much as I want him to play, I'm kind of scared for him to play in the first game. Yeah, I don't know if I would, if I was Canada, if he's not, if he's even 98, percent I don't even know if I start him. Maybe he doesn't start. 
Maybe he comes in. Uh, maybe Adekube starts in that. Maybe Adekube starts, and you know, you bring you bring him on forty. You know, second half. Start, I, second, I, start I feel like half. I feel like Canadian media would like go crazy yeah. when oh, that yeah. lineup drops and he's not know, in it. But yeah, bro. Yeah, injuries are injuries, man. Listen, that's an hour of pandemonium. But at the end of the day, it's like. But you're, you're if not. He's, if he's not gonna be able to go for ninety, exactly. I almost prefer him ending the game. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You look because at you, you keep him for what one game and then he misses the other two potentially, or yeah. you you let him you play him like what you ease him in 30 minutes yeah. the yeah. first yeah. game and then you get him the rest of the tournament. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they believe in Atakuba, like they really yeah, trust that. He's a good player, he's man. He's good, he's a very good player. And Obviously, so, he's not Davies, but he's no, great. like I think they're solid, like they're solid, they're solid around the pitch. They believe in their, I don't mm -hmm. know how depth wise, like how deep we can really go and still feel good, mm -hmm. but the 11 that played today were solid. Everyone did their job. Everyone knows their role in this team. When you add Estacchio and Davies, even it's even better. Obviously, those are two of your most important players. So they know. That's what I'm saying. You don't need to be 20, 25, 20, 30 deep. I mean, it doesn't help. The Netherlands are leaving world class center backs at home. Brazil's leaving world class players at home. Like yeah. it doesn't. At the end of the day, it does. None of that matters, right? It matters. You got to be able to have 15 guys you feel good about. Yeah, and if you have 15 guys you feel good about, and you get a little bit of luck, and no one gets hurt, mm -hmm. you can go make a run. And that we've seen we've seen this with. Countries that don't have a, a tremendous amount of depth and, ta and talent, like Croatia, makes a World Cup final, riding their their guys. Their number one guys were playing nineties every match, yeah, and, and right and more than nineties. Like, they're playing, they're playing like extra time every yeah, game, penalties much. every game. Yeah. But like they were riding them because they didn't have the depth. Like you can't take out Modric; he's no. playing. Like he's playing through it. And you know, so that's where we we're not at the stage where we're going to be subbing guys, our best players out in and out of lineups for fitness, but. You don't necessarily have to be to have a good run in a World Cup. You just need to have 15 guys you feel good about. And I think we have 15 guys we feel good about. Yeah, I agree. Speaking Fair. of uh, Davies and Eustachio being key players for Canada, who's one or two players that people who aren't too familiar with Canadian football should look into? Should be like, okay, mm. he's going to be that guy. He's going to be like a low-key kind of player. Who's that guy? Who do you got? Who do I got? Damn. Mm. You asked the question. Who you, who you got, got man? You got. <laughs> I don't know. Like if he if he's starting, then definitely Larea because he's mm. someone that's versatile. He could play, you know, fullback. He could play in the mid as well. He offers that energy, you know, that that drive to kind of you know bring the team forward and encourage everyone. I think Larea is that kind of guy. You know, for me, um, I'll say Alistair Johnson. Yeah. A rumor came out today. He's going to Bologna after the World yeah. Cup. Mm. I was hey. telling these guys before the pod, yeah. which is massive. And uh, I just think he's solid. Like he's so good defensively. And some of the through balls I was seeing him like ping today, he can ping a ball. Like he, yeah. like so yeah. crisp. Yeah. Like I, I think he's a bloody talent. And um, he, I think like he set a record for most consecutive Canada yeah. games. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Herdman um, loves him. Herdman I, I honestly think him. he's he's the first name on Herdman's team sheet. Like li literally the first. He's always available. Maybe Borian because yeah. like he's a keeper. Like yeah. there's less like numbers. Pass. Yeah. But <laughs> besides that, I I think Alistair Johnson is. Herdman's like first name on the team sheet. He's that guy, yeah. man. Yeah, he really is that guy. He's so good and so versatile. Yeah, Who do you guys I, got? I have to agree with you. I think Alistair. He's, yeah, Alistair is gonna be key, and he's not scared to go in to tackles hard as well. He's got the pace with him too, so I think he's gonna be a good, you know, player. I really want to see how Kone plays though. Yeah, yeah. I was I was gonna mention I really Kone, but see nobody said plays. nobody said Kone. But uh, <laughs> I'm gonna do somebody different. I'll say a guy who never gets love, but I feel like has been really steady. Steven Vittoria, this team is a different team when he plays at the back. He's just he's just reliable. He's smart. He knows when he's beat and he's got to take a foul. Uh, he knows when he's got to play from the back and when he doesn't because he's getting pressed too hard and he's got to just clear it. Like he's just cerebral, very smart player. Yeah. And you need your center half to be like, you know, one of the smart. I, I always think your center backs got to be the smartest guys on the pitch. They got to they got to be tracking runs all game long. They got to know, you know, everyone's tendencies. 
And I feel like he's just he's just like a, he's like the wise old man at the back, you know. <laughs> and when they didn't have him against Bahrain, obviously they didn't have a lot of guys, but I feel like that was the most noticeable because they had Kamal Miller, they had Alistair mm-hmm. Johnson, but the back line looked shaky. Yeah. Today they looked a lot better, and I think a big reason for that was uh, Stephen Vittoria's presence back there. It just calms everyone down. Yeah. And he, he talks to everyone. Yeah. He's always talking, and that's what you want as a center back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely, definitely guy. Who do you got, Spaddy? He's not like a low-key guy, but I would say he's low-key right now just because he's been in bad form. Kyle Laren. Kyle Laren. He's been, yeah. he's low-key. Yeah, he's coming into the tournament in bad form, but whatever. I, th- I think he's going to be the guy to score those big goals for us. He's going to be, I think he might be one of our top players this tournament. I think he might be a top goal scorer. I think he might get oh, more goals. I think he go. might Love get that. more goals. There you go. I think for he might Canada get more goals. For Canada? Yeah. In the World Cup. Canada. Oh, okay. Okay. I was going to say, golden boot. Oh, yeah, Larry golden boot's a little crazy. Come on. Play stop yeah. bet. <laughs> Lock it in. No, I think Laren's probably going to get the most goals. He's going to get a lot of service. Yeah, I think. From it, both it, wingers and Joe Davis playing as, you know, hit the false nine center back. Striker, sorry. Center yeah. Back. False nine center back. <laughs> That's I think if we're going to win any games, we're going to need Laren's going to be the guy who's going to be scoring those 90 minute headers. Those, you know, set pieces. He's going to be that crucial guy, I think. Yeah. And he, yeah. he'll get the first goal. I, I think can see he'll it. get the first goal. Who yeah. do you guys think is going to get the first goal for Canada? You just said it. Kyle I think Kyle Laren, man. Kyle Laren. If he gets the start, first game against Belgium, is he scoring I against Belgium? I think he's scoring against Belgium. Who do you guys got? I think it might be Joe David, man. Yeah. I have a feeling. It's be somebody nobody's expecting. It's going to be like today. It might like be, yeah. Victoria, yeah. Like, yeah. A, like, a, like a set piece. Like a Kamal <laughs> Miller yeah, back post. Yeah, somebody random. <laughs> They're gonna be down three yeah, nothing. Yeah. Borian's gonna come up for like a ninetieth minute header to like <laughs> get a constellation goal for the goal difference. <laughs> People are gonna like in, in the annals of history. We're gonna look back and be like, "Who scored that? <laughs> Liam Fraser scored the first ever <laughs> goal." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's cheeky. I, I think um, I, I'm just gonna like I'm not gonna try to be different with it. Davies, Davies. <laughs> first goal. Yeah, yeah. Davies getting that first goal. He's gonna absolutely pace through the mm-hmm. Belgian defense. A slow Belgium defense. Maybe he gets, very slow. Maybe yeah. gets fouls. Sluggish. Maybe man. gets a cheeky foul, but takes a penalty. I was gonna he's say, not the pen. The, yeah, it's oh, like, who's the pen taker? That's what I'm saying. So today, so today was inch. This is a good topic to bring up, and I wanted to talk about this because obviously we didn't talk about it. Cavallini takes the penalty. Yeah. Oh my gosh, uh, man! Cheeky Panenka. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so was, lucky. It was a Panenka. It wasn't a good Panenka. No, not so lucky. Uh, he, he left a little bit too much on it. So he let you know. I guess if you're gonna, I don't Panenka. I don't have I don't have the facilities for that. Yeah. But if I did Panenka, I would want to kill the ball enough to the point where if the keeper dives one way or the other, he can't still then you know yeah. reach it's up. Not slow, exactly. It's not quick enough that he's like diving there and he can still react for it. He wants you want it to be out of the play completely. Yeah. So it wasn't a great Panenka. We know that. But it begs the question: Who does take the penalties? Because it seemed to, it seemed to me that Herdman was indicating David, and I saw something in the in the post game where they said. Um, somebody who was in the stadium in, in Dubai was mm-hmm. like, Herdman was, say, was shouting for David to take it. But obviously they, they convened and they talked mm-hmm. and Cavalline took the ball, which is fine. I think David probably takes it. David is not a fantastic penalty taker. Mm-hmm. He's taken them this season at Lille. He has an okay conversion rate, but nothing that you would like. You, you don't love yeah. it. It's not like a Neymar conversion rate. He has missed this year multiple times. Uh-huh. So it is what it is. Davies obviously is never in that position for club, but he's your highest profile player. Yeah. Uh, your most experienced player is a team, but he never takes penalties. So it's really like Laren took Laren's one. a good show, but. Yeah, Laren, but like, I don't really, the way Laren, I don't, he doesn't strike me as a penalty guy. Yeah. Yeah. The ball yeah. Like Were we getting any pens in qualifying? Laren took one. Uh, Davies took, like, they, they yeah. kind of just moved them they around. Just, yeah. Whoever got the foul. Yeah, it was, it was a, no, they never at any point, 
Junior Harlett might be our best penalty kick taker. Yeah. And he also did take one in World Cup qualifying. Um, or in World Cup or something. Or maybe both. He's taken a few for Canada. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know. It's, it's I always think about this question. Like, who's... And I, and I landed on this. The guy who does take penalties for his club is Steven Vittoria. Mm. What? And he's very good at them. Wow. Very good at them. So I think, I don't know. I don't know if it would ever happen, but <laughs> Steven Vittoria is like one of the only guys on the team who takes penalties for his club and scores regularly. It's weird. Man, but yeah. he's that guy. Can you trust yeah. the center back? I don't know. We've seen I don't know. You can trust. hate seeing center back. I hate you. you can trust him, though. You can trust. I you can trust Vitoria, though. <laughs> like when you would see Sergio Ramos going up. You don't expect up. him to score. That's why. Ramos was nice, though. Ramos, Ramos was nice. Ramos was a good goal But then you'd always have that one where he just went. But all players have that where they try to do a little too much and then it doesn't come off, right? That's a good shot. Even Neymar had that shot. If you guys have like on your on your uh, social media, put a poll out. Who would you want to? Who would you feel most confident taking a taking penalty. a penalty? You know what? That's not penalty. bad. Mm. Yeah. I feel like it might. They might just go with it the hot foot. Like they might the do like yeah. a, a training session yeah. before the game and see who mm. who's most confident during that. I don't Maybe. know. But All yeah. I'm saying is we better, we better not go to penalties and uh, if we make the round of 16, is it? Oh my gosh. It's, it's, it's going to yeah. be so guys. I don't like how they don't have a designated penalty yeah, taker. It kind of you need, one, you need I, one, man. I, I didn't even, that didn't even like come to my head. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> there isn't one. No. Frick. I don't, right. I don't like, I feel like, I don't know. Like for me, like I love Joe David, but when he misses, it pisses me off. Yeah. Misses are bad. Yeah. He yeah. misses a lot of sitters. Like he also he... doesn't hit the ball very hard. Yeah. Yeah. He's a very he's a finesse type striker. Like he'll pick a corner. Yeah, but you like all his misses have been. You know, he kind of opens his foot up and, uh-huh. and he tries to guide it, and the keeper just gets there. And when you're playing, if like it's a courtois or, or a keeper, you got you know, like you got to you got to yeah, it's got to hit him yeah. with conviction. Like, yeah, I don't know. I it's I don't feel good about anybody. Is like the short answer. Yeah, um, I, you know, you know what? Maybe I think Davies. You've maybe. seen it. You've seen him. You know, in practice, probably seeing uh, Lewandowski taking yeah. those penalties. Mm. Maybe you learned maybe. something from him. At the end of the day, he plays at Byron, so you know if there's anybody, like exactly. no one's gonna question it. Yeah, right. like, if he steps up to right. the spot, he's the best player on the team. If he mm. misses, no one's gonna say anything. Like, yeah. It's, yeah, I think Davies should take. Fair that. enough. Yeah. I, I'm leaning a bit towards Kyle Lahren. Damn, you think yeah. so? I think I, I, I feel like I've seen him take a penalty for Canada. He took, he took one Pick in the one. Honduras game. Yeah, uh, where we, we drew the very first game. Did he score? He scored, okay, but it wasn't. It a wasn't bad. a good shot. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like it was a goal, but it was like the keeper just dove the wrong way, and he kind of put it middle left. Like yeah. it wasn't. A yeah. Good. <sighs> I, like, like I said, I feel like maybe a stock. Joe David's like misses hurt. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. I can see a stock. Yeah, maybe actually. a stock. <laughs> Because he, you know, he's pretty good on like free kicks. I've and never, he's been I've in good really form too. He's good at hitting a ball. Yeah, that's he's been all in we good know. form. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, we know Osorio's not taking a pen. Osorio's, Osorio's, I think, over five. Yeah. He's, we know he's not taking a pen. Um, I think I'd throw Milan Borian has scored a pen. Yeah. Scored yeah. more pens. I was gonna say that he has scored more pens than Jonathan Osorio in his career. That's, that's raw. That's wild. <laughs> yeah, they showed him selling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, in that video. In the little promo. Yeah. Maybe so. Okay. Okay. How about? Because it'll be hard to narrow it down to one. Let's say penalty does get to a shootout. Mm. I say, sorry, Canada gets to a penalty shootout. Who's like, taking who are the five shooters? Oh who are the five God. shooters? Yeah. Stockio, Davies, David. I'm throwing Buchanan because he's got swag and I feel like yeah. he's going <laughs> yeah. to he'll, he'll just lace it. And yeah. Probably Vittorio would probably be the, one of those. You don't, you don't give it to Atiba? I don't no. think he's a good penalty kick taker. Mm. Yeah, I don't yeah. think he is. Uh, 
He's like Joe David. I think he just kind of guides yeah, everything. Yeah. Just good I would just go, with the back of his head. I yeah. would like whatever your swag rankings uh-huh. for the team are. Like throw me Ismail Kone. Like you, yeah, just give me the swaggiest players. Those are always the best kind of. Like, yeah, I don't, <laughs> they don't. I don't give up. They don't care. Yeah, I don't like <laughs> nervous players. Yeah. Nah, that's like why. it's players that look nervous too. Maybe they're not on the inside, yeah. but like don't portray yeah. to me that you're nervous. No, I'm, like not, I'm not gonna want you to take yeah. the pen. Whoever yeah. shows up to the game with the biggest chain on, that's yeah. Like like you said, Buchanan has swag, man. He does. I wouldn't mind him taking a pen. I like I'm Hoyle not going to be mad if he misses because yeah. I know he's confident. Yeah, fair. Yeah. I like Hoylet, man. I just really yeah, well, ho- If I think I would do Hoylet yeah. too. Yeah. I just really hope that they hit it with conviction, man. They put mm. the power be- behind it. Even if it's not a good penalty, you put power behind it. The goalie goes underneath his arm or something. Like, yeah. hit it hard. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I think L- Laren can be one of. The, I think Laren's a striker who's just going to. The thing, the thing with Laren, I feel like if they give it to Laren and he misses, <laughs> his confidence for the whole tournament might yeah, go yeah, straight yeah, down. Bro. Yeah, it's gonna yeah, be shot. Yeah. Like especially if they get in the first game against Belgium. Jeez, man. you gotta think about that too. You gotta, you gotta go someone with with confidence of steel, man. It's a, it's another reason to start Toilet. I think we all we all feel pretty decent about Toilet. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I'm happy with them starting at this point. You, you yeah. guys won me over. I'm happy with Toilet starting. Okay, so let's lock in our predictions for Canada Belgium. What what's the score of the game? What's happening? Oh my gosh! Let's start. Oh, let's nice. start right here. Let's start right here. Um, I I don't think I think they're gonna lose, but I think lose. Gonna, I think they're yeah. gonna lose. Jeez. I think okay. they'll lose, but I think they'll put up a fight, and I think that's what's most important to start the tournament. So you figure they have to get four points in this uh-huh. group to have a chance. Yeah. yeah, and so they don't necessarily need to get anything from the first game, but they need to gain some confidence in the first game to be able to say, okay, we can get something from Croatia. Yeah. That's really what they're playing for. So it'd be great if they surprised everyone. But I, I'm going to say uh, I, I don't think they get their first goal in the tournament. I think they lose 2-0 in the first game. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Jeez, man. I, gotta, I agree with them losing. After us just boosting Canada. They're yeah. losing the first game. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> got to keep that's, it real, bro. Those are damn good, though. They're the best team in the group. Yeah, I think 100%. they're coming away with nine points in this, this group. Uh, really? But I don't think they're going to... Get killed by them. I think they're going to lose. I think they're going to get their first goal in this game. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to be down two nothing at first, but then I think they'll, they'll bring it back to two one. So is that your final score? But yeah, that's probably my final score. Two, two one, two one, two one. Belgium. Who's scoring the goal? Laren. Kyle. A little tapping. Cheeky. A little header. <laughs> that's for the ninety fives, eh? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Me personally, I feel like Canada's going to be a little shaky to start off this mm. first game. Belgians are going to overpower them a little bit. I think. Mm. I'm saying like Belgium 3 0, maybe. 3 0. Second game, I feel like Canada's going to score, though. 3 0, Belgium. I'll win. Oof. I'm going to go 1 1. Because everyone else hey, is saying yeah. loss, so I'm going to try to break the streak here a little bit. I think it's going to be a gritty game, <laughs> and I think they're going to they're gonna have to park it a little bit. But I think that, you know, with the players they have on the pitch, I think that favors them well. And like Jay was mentioning, they're. Belgium's backline isn't the quickest, and I think their midfield has, other than De Bruyne, has aged quite a bit. I mean, Witzel isn't the fastest anymore, and while he's good in possession, I think like if you're able to counterattack that that Belgian team, I think you have a chance at, you know, maybe an easy shot at goal and maybe a good chance to mm-hmm. to nick that first goal. Um, yeah, that's a very hopeful one. One is Witzel supposed to be playing center back for them? No, I think he'll be playing no, midfield. midfield yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. They got the same center backs they had in 2018. Yeah, yeah. It's been the same guy for the last decade. So. That's what they all play in Belgium now. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I think, at the end of the day, I think Belgium is going to win. But I think Canada's going to score first. Oh, interesting. I think, as you were saying, their defense is aging. What better team than young 
team like us that are going to be playing, like you say, maybe in a 3-5-2 formation with wingers, a lot of width play. A lot of pace. A lot of pace, a lot yeah. of pace in that width as well. I think we're going to kind of spook them in a bit, and we're going to go in hard. We're going to go, like, right off the whistle, we're going to go in hard. Mm. And I think that's because of the gaffer. He's going to tell them to go in hard. Who cares what happens? Whatever what the score is, who cares? But I want you guys to play at 110%. And I think that's why we'll get the first goal. And after that, Belgium is going to be relaxed. Yeah. Now we know that this team is the actual team that we have to, you know, play against. Mm. I think our first goal is going to be Davies mm. or Ustakio. Or. But I think we're going to score first, but then we're going to lose 2 1. Interesting. Nice. Interesting. Another 2 1. De Bruyne is going to lock in. Take over? Yeah. Yeah. He's a tough player to stop, man. He really is. But I think that back line, man, is the biggest thing. And we have so much pace, so much width. And I think just that alone. It's gonna give it us gives a, you a it's chance. Gonna, it's gonna give us a fighting chance. Gives you a chance. So, I wouldn't be surprised if we win. Hey, crazy you, things you gotta, have happened. No, right? you, you got it. Yeah, you, they they have proven to everyone mm-hmm. over the course of the last year and a half that results like today aren't a fluke, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like when you do it consistently, you've done it against the U.S., you've done it against Mexico, mm-hmm. you've done it against Japan. Played a really damn good game against Uruguay. Didn't get anything from it, but I thought I had a really like we had really a good long there, yeah. spells of of good play. So it's like the, at this point. Nothing should surprise people. Having said that, really good teams lose to great teams. Mm. And yeah. Belgium's a great team, and Croatia's a great team. So that's where people have to temper their expectations. It's like, not to say that, like, if somebody predicts Canada lose all three games, that's fair because yeah. Canada still probably will struggle to win any of these games or even get a point yeah. in this group. But that's not an indictment of how much progress we've made or how good this team is. Mm-hmm. The fact that we're competing with these teams and, like, actually competing and that we can have a discussion about people to nip a goal here maybe we'll yeah. go, like maybe still a point mm-hmm. like this is not a, a, this two years ago would have been a joke to exactly. everybody so that's true we have to remember that too is like we're you know whether we finish this group and we somehow get out of it or we finish with zero points and you know one goal or whatever whatever you think is like a nightmare uh, i promise you it's like in the long run this is a huge building block yeah, yeah for sure. we can compete at this level which we which we've shown we can this is going to be huge for 2026 2026 the real tournament yeah <laughs> i'm gonna say I'm going to say 2-1 Canada. I knew different. I want to be confident heading into it. Um, <laughs> Belgium will definitely score 100%. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I think Canada's attack just has like swag. Like <laughs> a lot of speed. Yeah, I heard yeah. swag is the killer. Yeah. <laughs> like from a counter-attacking standpoint, I think Canada could do damage. Exactly. So... And no Lukaku, it looks like. Not for the first game anyways. No. Mm-hmm. Which is no. something to... It, the strikers that have bothered this Canadian backline the most are, are those like bigger Big, strikers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Like Nunez had a field day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's an interesting... Because like, their next man up... Exactly. Who's that? That's Shuai. That's Shuai. And right? He's not and, like, good for Good, but not, he's not Lukaku. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like besides yeah. Lukaku, the only the attacker that's in form right now is Trossard. Yeah. 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 Hazard doesn't play. The other Hazard's playing defense. Isn't Adam Hazard actually playing, though? He's probably going to play. Hope, he'll probably he's play. He's, gonna yeah, play. he's, he's the captain. Yeah, he's, he's captain. Yeah, he's right? in the lineup. Yeah, he's yeah. going to play. He's yeah, going to play. Trussard and De Bruyne are the, uh, right now the Trussard and De Bruyne is the only okay. juniors guys. Up Maybe there. Tielemans. Um, yeah. He's, he's, he's on and off, Tielemans. But attacking-wise, totally, you have no one. Yeah. He'll either play unreal against you or he's going to play. He'll be ghost. And I don't see any more other like attacking players who are going to be very... Is Merton's going to be starting? No. Uh, has he has he uh, been at Galatasaray? I don't think I don't he'll start. I don't I don't they know got, who they'll start. I they don't got know. Carrasco too, but you know him, he's 
playing on a poor squad, poor side of and Atletico he does Madrid. Play like wing back. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And they got those young kids, you know, between Doku, uh, De Ketelaire. Maybe yeah. Doku's a... Some guys, they got some guys, like, I mean, I don't even know what we're going to see. Without uh, yeah. Lukaku, it's kind of a... a it a is a... Crap shoot. Yeah. Hard to game plan, because you don't really know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe they should put Titi Henry in there. <laughs> yeah. Ha, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. he pings a goal in. Yeah, he could. He could still. He could. He's talented. <laughs> a lot of talent there. But no, that's good. We'll see. Who will be... Canada's flop of the tournament. Mm. Ooh. Like a player? Yeah. I don't want to put God, I don't wanna say this, man. <laughs> I don't want to put this into existence. Yeah, it's, it's I got uh Tejon Buchanan. Whoa. He's even getting a lot of hype. Yeah. He's a great player. But I, I can maybe, see that. Maybe the hype that breaks I, I know. I can I, see that. I like Tejon, but I can see, see that. Lorea maybe over. taking over. He, if Tejan starts, he's not playing too well. Laredo starts to find his minutes, starts to find his groove. You never know. Next game, he starts. Laredo, Obviously, yeah. yeah. I hope this doesn't happen. But yeah. I'm just But saying, I can see that happening. That would be my Tejan guess. does have his times where he does go a little ghost. Yeah. Yeah. He has his off games. See, the I, thing is, for somebody to be a flop, they're going to have to be one of the high-profile players. Yeah. 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 Right? Like, we're not going to... It's not going to be, all oh, uh, Jonathan Osorio. Yeah. Yeah. Osorio's a great player, but, like, it's going to be one of the big <clears> big guys. <throat> um, I don't know. I think it'll be easy, easy to say a striker if Canada doesn't score yeah, a bunch of yeah. goals. You know, <laughs> like it, it's easy it's easy to say, oh, David didn't score. You know, that would a flop of a World Cup or Laren didn't score. So it'll probably be one of those two guys. Whoever doesn't score. Um, I also think like there's this idea that Canada's gonna score a bunch of goals in this group. Like the over under was set at two and a half for the group stage, and people were like, oh, two and a half, that's disrespectful. It's like, yeah, but <laughs> Belgium, Croatia, Morocco, guys, yeah. come yeah. on, like yeah. good teams, how, yeah, these aren't bum teams, yeah, like, yeah. Come on. like you know, all are three. You, are you going to score in all three of those games? Because that's essentially what you'll have to do if yeah. you're going to go on the over. Mm-hmm. Um, so unless you're getting multiple goals against Belgium, you know, I guess it could yeah. happen. But it's yeah, I thought it was fair. I, I don't think there's going to be a ton of goals in these games. I think Canada knows that. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is why I was encouraged by the game today because. This is exactly how you'll win a game in a World Cup. Yeah. You have, you know, you concede one fantastic goal that you just yeah. kind of tip your cap and move on. You score one goal that was off a set piece, and mm-hmm. then you win a penalty late and you win it, right? Like, yeah, that's yeah. how you're going to win a game in a World Cup. If you're upsetting any of these teams, it's like, it's going to be ugly like that. Yeah. Um, so maybe one of the strikers. I'll go with Laren, but I hope I'm wrong too. Yeah. I could low-key see Buchanan as well, man. Because, mm. like, he does have, like, those periods, like, where he kind of goes, he's just invisible out there and, like, doesn't really do too yeah. much. I don't know. I feel like maybe him. Mm. Yeah, Buchanan. Everyone's going to Tejan. There, there was a time where he wasn't playing much for in uh, for for Belgium. Though, yeah, he had the. He had I think he was hurt. Yeah, he's been back. He's been he's been, he's been playing. playing. But he's been playing. He's been playing a little bit more defensive for them too. But yeah, he's got a weird role in that team. Yeah, I don't he's really like front left back, right back. Yeah, I think he was playing right like man. as a third center back one game yeah. too. I saw on like a team sheet. He's been playing on all over the place, but I guess it's a player you can trust. So he can defend. I really hope he doesn't. He's not the one, but I think he would be, if anything. Yeah. yeah, I think maybe from, like, an offensive standpoint, because I think against the teams that you're playing, they're going to have a lot of the ball, and I think, like, even if Tejan's playing as, like, a winger, he's going to have to defend a lot, and I think he's going to have to flex those defensive muscles and really hold it back. So maybe from an offensive standpoint, we might not see him, you know, taking on players oh, and true. dribbling and attacking as much as maybe we might like. So maybe that point. But I think, you know, even if he doesn't do much offensively, but he's solid defensively. He is. And look, you know, when he, even when he played for uh, England, New England, he was playing as a left back. A lot of yeah, yeah right. A lot of so like, he yeah. knows how to play. He, he has a defensive mindset as well. So I the think whole he's, team he really. The whole team. There was a play today. Oh man, there was a play today. I wish I could clip it. If I if I rewatch it, I actually will. Where Canada loses the ball, might have been off a corner, and and, and there's a counter attack, 
And there's like eight or nine Canadian shirts that get back. It's like the 85th minute, and you could tell the whole team like did not look like a friendly. They uh-huh. busted it back. And this totally killed the Japanese counterattack. And then a few minutes later, they were rewarded with a winning goal. But I just think that's like instilled in the team. Like they yeah. know to compete with these mm-hmm. teams, yeah. you're gonna have to defend with 11 guys. Yeah. And if you can't do that, you're gonna get subbed out. And I think everyone's on the same mm-hmm. page about that. And they have high work rate guys to begin with. Like Buchanan's a high work rate guy. Lorena's yeah. high work. Like Davies, Johnston, Davies. everyone, Joe all David, these guys. Everyone. They're two way players. Jonathan uh-huh. David as a striker. <laughs> Probably does more running than any striker I've ever. Like the guy's playing. Yeah. Because I, I don't think he likes being a striker because he doesn't act like that. <laughs> yeah. You know, he plays everywhere but the center forward. <laughs> you got to see that heat map, so, man. Yeah. 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 He yeah. does a lot of mileage uh, on the field and he likes to be involved in duels and he likes to win the ball back. And today his best trait was he was winning the ball back in dangerous areas. Like and that's what he does. He presses you, he tracks back, mm-hmm. he just runs a lot. Their whole team, that's the identity of this team. It's like they're just going to they're gonna defend with 11, they're going to attack with 11, and they work hard. So, yeah. The gaffers got them watching Man City games. Yeah. <laughs> The high press, cover that ground, come back, man. go up fast, which is a good thing. You want that in a team, and that's what you're gonna get from a young team. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So we can be, we can be very explosive. Would it be crazy if I said Davies? No, nope. no, I don't think so. No, especially with the injury, I think it's like it's fair. Tough for him to like. Re- I think it's gonna be tough for him to. That's hit true, though. Stride again. Yeah. Ah, that's true. That's scary. <laughs> what if? What if? Then I, I hope not. Someone else got to step up. <laughs> I really hope not. I could be. I hope so. But um, let's say who's a player that will get a big move after the tournament. Mm. Well, you already said it. Yeah, Johnston. You so, think he's that guy? Well, like so it'll happen? The uh the link. I don't know if you guys know the Bologna and uh, CF Montreal like connection. Oh yeah, yeah. owned by the same guy. Right? Oh, yeah. Owns. He's the. Chairman of Bologna and cool. CF Montreal. So he so they have like this relationship already, which is why every time there's a good player in Montreal, there's always a rumor with Bologna. So I would take it with a grain of salt because it's like it, every single it's clockwork. Mm, like yeah. I knew it was coming. Um having said that, if he doesn't move to Bologna, he'll move somewhere because he's a good player. Uh so Johnston would be at the top of the list. But I think the number one guy is another CF Montreal guy, but yeah, absolutely destined for a move is Ismail Kone. Yeah, yeah. I really want to see him go somewhere. I really, really want to see him go thing. He's he's got that I don't know what it is, like Pogba build. He's talented. Yep. You know what I mean? And I think you can see when I saw him first come on, he's like, this guy's got something different. That not many He's got that aura, have. you know, mm-hmm. that midfielder aura yeah. where he's just like, he's very technical, comfortable on the ball. And it's like, mm-hmm. when you get the ball, you're just excited to see what he's going to do with it. You yeah. Know? Like the way he moves is just mm-hmm. so different. Like, mm-hmm. it is. like let's insane. say you put him, you, you yeah. put him and Mac right beside each other. Like in terms of like how they move yeah. on the ball, like it's yeah. night and day, right? It's like Pogba. I'm telling you like what Pogba, yeah. he just, the way he moves, but he's able to hold the ball. He's fast with it. It's just he's elegant. At its, it's at his elegant yeah. and it's at its own pace. Yeah, he's elegant. Yeah. He's really elegant with the ball. The thing is, I don't. Want, I wouldn't want him to get too big of a move. Like that's true. Like not in a top five, but like just a, under the top five. Like Erv's like uh, Belgian league. Yeah, I don't want. Were, it was all. It was a Norwich and Sheffield, so two championship sides. Yeah, before, that's not bad. They both fell through. I do think though. I think the price went up. I think over the last few months, because that was prior to this whole stretch he went on where he mm-hmm. was scoring. He had. You know, goal in the MLS yeah. uh, Cup playoffs to win a match for Montreal. Like he's just been on a tear. But even months. him just making the World Cup yeah. squad already brings this brings price the price up. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And has eyes on him. Like once he once he gets minutes, uh, go up even if more. he doesn't get minutes, there's eyes on him. Like, yeah, why he, is this he young comes guy? on, and then I think you know a lot more eyes are on. The World Cup is one of those stages where you're gonna have James Rodriguez. all the eyes on you, and it's all it takes is one good right performance. There. 
and you know there's going to be teams going after you. Maybe he scores a banger. He scores a banger, and then he's gone off to uh, Madrid. Imagine. Yeah. <laughs> I th- I think I have this sneaky suspicion. No in- information or insight on this, but I just want to put it in the in the radio waves so that we can look back if I was right. Manifest this. Yeah, I want to manifest it. I think it's going to be a move to Liga. Mm. I, think I it's could see be that Marseille. I don't know why. Marseille. Ooh. Makes sense. Yeah, to cool my move. Head. That's a tricky one. It is very cheeky. Just got to deal with those crazy ass fans. Yeah. Marseille or a Lille or a yeah, one what's of the other team that Doku plays for? Like Rennes. 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 Yeah. Rennes. They got a good eye for talent in France. If you went to if you went to Lille, it wouldn't be bad. They they're like they have a tendency for bringing up young players. Exactly. The whole league really actually. The whole they, league they do. Does, it's yeah. a great league. They develop yeah, well. Actually, yeah. yeah. So I feel like that'd be a good place for them, um, where you don't have some of the pressure that you get in in England or. Mm. For young players, that could that could be even really oh, yeah. good ones. That could be tough. Oh, my too gosh. much pressure. Um, of course, I would love to see that. Lee Gun for me would be like an ideal move for him. Yeah. Um, Joe David rumored to go to Manchester United after the tournament to replace Ronaldo. Jeez. Yeah, if he wants to ruin his career, so that's <laughs> one. Yeah. Not. I don't think ruin his career. He's gonna mm. have one of the best. I don't know, bro. United one of the best guys ruin so. everybody, man. Mm. Yeah, but he's got a good guy for now, right? Mm. We'll see. It's <laughs> the club's still like very toxic. Yeah, it is. Ronaldo leaving is definitely 100%, so they're going to need a striker. I think that might be a good fit. I'd rather see Joe David go to, like, Milan or something. Milan. Imagine the pressure that you're the guy who came in to replace Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's way too a much Canadian boy. You are, you're already getting off to a tough start with that, and then add on the Man United yeah. media, which is, like, that's nothing insane. like, I'm sure, like it is in Lille. Mm-hmm. And, right? he, and he gets the number seven. That number seven is number cursed, bro. That, that number seven cursed. kills players, man. Look at Antonio <laughs> Valencia. He got number seven, went straight back to 25. Yeah. Was Di Maria number seven, too? Yeah. I think he was. He was. Yeah. He was. was, it, was the pie number the seven? The pie was yeah. number seven. Alexis. Alexis, Alexis was number yeah. seven. <laughs> it's a curse, bro. Oh. But, but on the flip side of what you guys are saying, I think Tayshaun Buchanan gets even more eyes on him this tournament. Mm. Get an I even bigger so. move. I hope Hopefully, so. man. Maybe an Arsenal. Cool. Arsenal. Arsenal. See, he could go to the Premier League. He's already done that that step up. Yeah. Now he could he could make that big move. Yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing him at a, at a team like Arsenal. That'd be cool. Maybe a Sedia squad. I don't see him. He's not. Doesn't no. seem like a Sedia type, like type player. You don't think so? High no. work rate. He could go, I could see him. I could see him like going, going back. I could see him going to League One as well. Yeah. yeah. That'd be a nice one. Yeah. There's all those Bundesliga rumors, and I kind of wish they happened. Uh, it was Freiburg was the big club at the time. Oh, that'd be oh yeah, yes. wanted him. Freiburg are a good team too. Yeah. No, and he'd be good uh, if he went to Leverkusen. Leverkusen yeah, has a whole a, bunch of those. Teams. Leverkusen has yeah. a good like foundation for young talent. I think he'd be good at Freiburg just because Freiburg play that similar system to Canada and similar to how he's playing right now, kind there of that wing back and wing back role. So I think he'd slot almost too, right then. in at Freiburg, and they're a talented side man, European yeah. football and. Grifo. Kind of under the radar, you know, under a radar team. Not a lot of pressure, I'd imagine. So yeah. it's a good place to kind of stake your claim. The next thing you know, he's playing for Bayern. Right? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'd love for the whole team to get moves. Yeah. Because I just want them to kill you it. You want everybody yeah. to eat. Yeah, Except I for Estacchio, man. Estacchio's in the perfect spot. I was yeah. now, like, I think he's chilling, bro. He's, he's just, good there. Yeah, man. He's playing Portugal. Like, you know, he's uh, being a Portuguese Canadian. Like, that's got to be sick. Playing for one of the big two, three in Portugal. Champions, Champions League. Champions League. And the coach loves him. Which yeah. is, what more could you ask for? Exactly. Yeah. You know, Playing 90 minutes plus. Every game. Yeah, he could stay. Yeah, so he, he, and, everyone and else can move. Davies, Davies can stay. Yeah. He can stay. <laughs> but even him, I could see yeah. him getting even a bigger move after that. Good. If, if yeah. he plays good. But then, you, but then you think about, like, do you even want... Like, right now, he's got a great thing going. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like, you don't know. You make that move, and maybe your minutes are more mm-hmm. sporadic or whatever. Like, he's got a great thing going where the coach trusts him, and there's the team is good, and there's really no reason for him to lose his spot. 
I could see him just being a mainstay in that 11 yeah. for like five, six years. And just yeah, yeah and he had to fight for that spot too. He did. Exactly, exactly. Like he, was, he was in the mud for a little bit at uh-huh. Porto yeah. uh-huh. early on. He was. He wasn't, wasn't even getting on the team sheet. I know. Yeah. Nothing. And most players want Champions League. He's got it. So where else is he going to go? Yeah. And, and they'll get it every year. Like really, exactly. they'll, they'll, they'll <laughs> be up there. If they're not exactly. in Champions League at the very worst, they'll be in Europa. But yeah. every year he'll be in European competition, so. And maybe oh, next yeah. year he'll be playing with uh, Sui, Ronaldo. <laughs> Sui. Uh, Porto? I don't, know, uh, Porto. I don't know if Ronaldo will be going for it. <laughs> I don't know. Man. Who knows? But yeah, yeah but as we close out this Canada chat, let's let's mm. finish maybe with this final question. Will Canada make it out of the group? Mm. Ooh. People, people are going to hate me. <laughs> <laughs> don't I don't say think it. they're going to make it out of the group, but I don't think they need to make it out of the group for it to be a good World Cup. Like, I really don't. My my gauge for success is not, can Canada progress from the group? And I think if your gauge for success is, can Canada get out of the group? I think you're already off to a losing start mm-hmm. because that's not really, like, really good teams will miss. Like, this Japan team we played today are probably not going to the round of 16, but they're very talented. Um, so, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to say no. Um and Canada might finish fourth even because Morocco's very good. They, they are really big. They, they beat up on Georgia today. And, like, I I, I think I'll, I'll say Canada third to be conservative. But um, they don't get out of the group, but they but they prove to the world that Canada Canada can play at that level and that Canadians uh, aren't – we're not just a hockey country. You know, we, mm-hmm. we can play football. And we can produce great talent. And I think it, it opens up moves for a whole bunch of our players on our national team. Yeah. Which is really what this is about, I think. Exactly. Building towards 2026. Yeah. So I agree. That, that's where I'll, I'll land. Yeah. Uh, I don't got them coming out either. I just, Belgium and Croatia are too strong to pass on. But uh, I just see them pulling out a result against Morocco. They just brought a new gaffer. So I know he doesn't know his team 100%. Yeah, they beat on Georgia, but it's Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. Georgia, yeah. <laughs> It'll be different in, the, in this World Cup. But I, I'm more expecting them to do something next World Cup, especially with all this young talent coming up. I heard there's, there's this insane kid that's in Inter Youth Academy, mm-hmm. Canadian kid that, that's oh, yeah. wanted by Madrid, uh, Barca. Everyone. I forgot his name. Yeah, I got it. Hello? Dang? No. It'll come to Something like that. But yeah, so they're having like kids like this that's wanted by the biggest clubs in the world coming up. Hey, if next in four years. Kind of yeah, I feel like half the roster that is going to be playing in 2026, we don't even know their names yeah. like yeah. right yeah. now because there's going to be so many players that come out of the woodwork and they're so much more talented than anything we've ever seen from Canada mm-hmm. and they're just going to just take it by storm, Yeah, right? That's, Which is good. This is practice. Yeah. That's yeah. so crazy to think about we talk how about different practice. the team could look. It yeah. is. The CPL, is. like, oh my God, we don't talk about this nearly enough in this country, but mm-hmm. the CPL, we just had a kid uh, transfer uh, Victor Latore from Cavalry to Ross County in the Scottish Premier League. He starts every game for them now. Plays 90 minutes every game in the midfield. 21 years old. Damn. Like, that was just... That that pathway didn't exist two years ago. No. Years ago. no. Not no. That didn't even... Where would a guy like that even go play? Exactly. I would have stopped playing soccer. Now he's playing... In, now he's probably, like, pushing on the verge of the national team. Maybe, right? I think after Qatar, we'll probably start to see guys like that mm-hmm. get called. But, like, mm-hmm. just to think that this... Joel Waterman's another one, mm-hmm. right? From mm-hmm. obscurity. Like, these are guys who were playing Canadian university soccer, and now this guy's on the national team with... Traveling with the team into to Qatar, unbelievable. Crazy. So that pathway is going to change our soccer landscape more than people even acknowledge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even Di Rosario's son, he's yeah, pretty that's talented. That's that's talented. Yeah. He's, he's nice. good. He signed a two-year contract. I would, I wouldn't be surprised he leaves after one. 
Yeah, no. He might get a move after this season. He might yeah. move. Yeah, like he, he, those guys are are prone to move at any time. If he gets off to yeah. a hot start next season, they'll, they'll move him mid season. He he looks right, like CFC. a baller. When I see clips of him, when I see him play, and the times I do, he's like good. you can tell, he's got talented. He's There's got so the mindset. Many, man, there's so many. There's so many guys. Sean Rea is going to get his chance in the MLS this year after a fantastic year in CPL. Uh, Karifa Yao just got signed by uh, the Whitecaps. Another, he's, he's I think he's a future national team center back. So there's these guys are like you know 20, 21, 22 mm-hmm. that. Uh, Canadians don't. I mean, we might know some of them, mm-hmm. but Canadians surely don't know in general because mm-hmm. uh, these are small names right now. But they won't be in four years. Those are going to be the guys who lead our team onto the pitch uh, in Toronto or Vancouver or wherever we play our first yeah. game. Yeah, mm-hmm. even guys who are just on the brink, like mm-hmm. they're saying, Jaden Nelson's off to Europe, yeah, and he's leaving TFC. Yeah. That's someone who's just on the brink of making the national team, yeah, and being in that system. So, yeah, like you said, CPL. It's there's so many good stories it's, coming out of there. It's a great the, stepping. It's stone. such a great stepping stone. These European teams are going to realize now, like we can get like a lottery pick out of this Canadian CPL league because like these no one's looking at this league. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, we can get that one diamond in the rough, and next thing you know, baller like Davies or something like that. So yeah. it's a huge stepping stone, and now you're going to see a lot more Canadians have that, especially young Canadians have that mindset. You know, I can make it pro. You know, a lot of people, a lot of dreams die because they think, you know, I don't have that that availability to make it. Mm-hmm. I don't have the money. I don't have this. You, you didn't know. have that avenue. It's you like you, you avenue. either somehow made it to TFC exactly. or yeah. that was it. Or That's if you're it. West Coast, Vancouver or Montreal, but if you weren't like, let's say in one of those three academies, mm-hmm. then you probably weren't touching mm-hmm. professional football unless you went abroad. And that's like a totally different story because you're adjusting to so many other things. But now it's like you have that other level of professional football and it's like, that can be your, your mainstay that can be what you focus on. I think that's going to give like, like Adam said, like so many more players, the opportunity to continue doing what they, what they love. And so many late bloomers, like just because you weren't, you know, that world beater at 18 or 19 doesn't mean that by the time you're 21 or 22, you can't make that, take that next step and then keep on blossoming. Right. Exactly. You know, you might not make the TFC Academy, you might not make their team, but then you have the opportunity to make a CPL team. And the next thing you know, the TFC is calling for you. So it's good to have the opportunity. You're seeing it, man. Yeah. All over the world. We've True. all played it like soccer, and I'm sure you can think off the top of your head of like kids you played with growing up mm. who were like the best at that age slipped through the cracks. Exactly. Completely. Like, what if they had that opportunity? But like, but maybe that stepping stone is the difference between a kid like mm. that getting to the next level, right? Versus yeah. like, you know, they go play university soccer, college mm-hmm. soccer, and then we never hear from them exactly. again because now they're 23, 24, and you know, there's always going to be an 18 year old who's prioritized over a 23 year old at that stage, exactly. right? So it's like, sure. it, I'm, it, it's like a common story, but it's. Our infrastructure for so long in this country was really poor in terms of progressing players through the through the levels, mm-hmm. and uh, the CPL was the missing piece for that. And League One Ontario, League One BC, PLSQ, like all the new, these this has all happened in the last two three years. Mm-hmm. So the, we're not we have no idea how big it's going to be until about ten or fifteen years down the road when it's just totally like mm-hmm. the normal pathway to our national team is going to be through the CPL. I guarantee it. At a certain point, we're going to be having every single player in the national team will have at some point at 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, have played at some point in the CPL. Mm-hmm. I believe that because it's going to be such a convenient path to get to that next level that mm-hmm. everyone's going to want mm-hmm. to do it. And you're seeing that there's a lot more, there's rumors of more teams coming into the CPL now too, right? Yeah. And look, it's a team, Atletico Madrid, a team from Spain, have a team here, mm-hmm. Ottawa, Ottawa, Atletico Ottawa. Yeah. You see the, the value oh, and the potential. You're going to see right? other European teams. Maybe you see an Inter or a Juve team come in here and make yeah. a team. And next thing you know, that's a straight path yeah. to Juve. That's a straight city, right? path. Maybe Barcelona, straight path to Barcelona, straight path to Madrid. You know, like that's something we're going to see more often. And that yeah, just shows you seeing Ottawa getting a team in the first season mm-hmm. of C- the CPL. 
It's just yeah. you're gonna, you're gonna see it coming for sure. Yeah. And wait till the CPL teams get academies. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I heard, isn't York, uh, York United getting an academy? I think, I think so, so, yeah. I, I saw I've some seen stuff that. on Twitter yeah. and Instagram. You see? Already. It's just starting up. Teams yeah. and then that's like, how you develop talent, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but So many talent. Going back to Jay's question, if Canada will make it or not out of the group, I'm going to keep my same answer I said before the World Cup started. I don't think Canada will make it, but there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. There's not. A year and a half, two years ago, Never in my wildest dreams would I have thought Canada would make it to a World Cup, exactly. right? Exactly. <laughs> if anything, I'm happy if they get a point yeah. throughout three games, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, as long as they don't embarrass themselves, as long as they perform. As long as they have fun. Put everything on the pitch, have fun. That's all that matters to me. I'm not expecting them to go through. Fair enough. I'm not expecting them to go through either, but I'm not going to go back on what I said last episode. So, <laughs> Canada is sneaking through second place just behind Croatia, and I think Belgium are going to are going to stumble. Um, I think they'll be even on points with Belgium, but I think, you know, second, third, fourth, fifth tiebreaker will uh, we'll sneak through. Divine intervention. Divine intervention. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> um, I don't think they're going to go through either. I hope. I really hope they do. But I think the only thing that, it's gonna, that I really want, and I think that will make me proud, and I think most American, uh, Canadians proud, is them getting a goal. Yeah, we need, we need that I think goal. that's that's the highlight. Them not getting a goal, not not going through, you know, I'm, I'll be okay with that. But if they get a goal, then I'm like, okay, now I can just relax and watch the games because mm-hmm. you hit my you hit my my checkpoint, you know, like that's yeah. what I want, and I think mm-hmm. that's a lot of what Canadians want as well. So whoever gets the goal, they're gonna go down in history mm-hmm. for sure, and I yeah. think that's what we all want to see. We want to celebrate that goal. We yeah. all want to scream, goal. And see that in the World Cup. I mean, like when Kyle Aaron scored against the States, and Jay was looking like one of those wacky yeah. inflatable tube <laughs> with his arms. He was going mad. No, getting that first goal is huge because yeah. it just you're able to like sit back and yeah, just take a breath, <clears throat> right? Because mm-hmm. it's like this weight on everyone's shoulders. That like too. we as a nation that need too. to like almost kind of save ourselves from embarrassment a little bit mm-hmm. and get that first goal. Yeah. You know that's true too. You know maybe like they have like a, a a tight neck. Maybe you know they're they're a little tight. But once they 100%. get that goal in, they're gonna be loose. Relax. We got one, man. What's to say we don't get another, a third, a fourth? Let me go and score against Croatia. Let me go score against these freaking Belgium guys. Yeah. Next thing you know, we go through. Next thing you know, <laughs> three nil against Belgium. Like anything can happen. Even just hearing the Canadian anthem before the game, dude, like, I'm gonna be yeah. so satisfied, get bro. Fired up. I, I might get emotional, dude. I mm-hmm. might get emotional. I'll get like, for sure. Like, d- d- I didn't think it was gonna happen. Yeah, I know, right? Really didn't. Who and thought yeah. that Canada would make it and yeah. Italy didn't? You know what oh I mean? man, who would have thought? Hey, Amen. Come on, land. come on. Had, no to br- had to bring it up. No need for that right now. Man. Come on. <laughs> I had to choose one. I had to choose Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I say this all the time to people. I like love the Italian national team, but like, this is my country, man. Born here, lived my whole life here, like. And, you know, I think there's something satisfying about... I always believed we could do it here. That's the thing, is I always believed mm-hmm. the way we do it could work. You know, it's not through academy systems when you're four years old, mm-hmm. dribbling the ball around like they do in Spain. Like, it's different. But the way we do it here, I believed could work. And and I think this group is sort of a testament that it can. And I think what we see in the next five, ten years is going to be an even further testament that we can do it our way and get our guys to the, to the highest level yeah. and get the biggest clubs and have, have a national team success. And I think there's something so satisfying about that. Being mm-hmm. from here, being in these systems, right? Playing in Vaughn soccer, playing Kleinberg. I mean, you guys all—it was all mm-hmm. the same clubs, Woodbridge, wherever you played. Yeah. Right? Uh, and and just knowing that our guys could do like Ike Ugbo is a Woodbridge, 
you know, played for the Woodbridge Strikers. Alistair Johnston played for Von, Von Soccer and Aurora. Mm-hmm. You know, the, Kamal Miller played for us. Like, these are our guys, right? They, they, the way that we almost, our did, guys. you know, and so in a way, it's like that's that's the crazy part for me is like, is a, it's like a true reflection of our country and mm-hmm. our area, and 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 I think uh, we, that's why we got to take so much pride in this team. Like the diversity of the team is one thing, but also just like yeah. players just from absolutely every path imaginable to get to the national team exactly and, and it makes you proud, like you know, like us, like we obviously we, maybe we all want we all had that dream of playing pro. Right, but we're now seeing that other Canadian, young Canadians, that you know actually can have that path that we didn't have when we were younger. Mm-hmm. Just seeing that and seeing them have that success, seeing them have that, you know, that happiness, that makes you happy. Seeing that as well, so that's another thing that really connects us to Canadian football, I think. Yeah, and gets us very excited when they score and they do good. Yeah, fair enough. Beautiful. There we go. Jay. That's just a beautiful way to put it. Are Canada making it? I'm, oh. I'm going to start crying. Uh, no. Unfortunately. Oh, wow. Wow. Wait, so what? you had them winning against Belgium but not making it out of the yeah. group. Yeah. That don't make no sense. Come on. <laughs> I don't get it. I want them to make it through. And I, and I think they can. I think they can. But, oh, it, yes, we'll but, let's, but let's be realistic. <laughs> Come on, Jay. If you want me to make a real prediction, uh-huh. I'll have to say no. Because mm. that's just that's just the reality is. of the situation. Yeah. That's the just, it is what it is. Cookie crumbles, man. I but, also um, feel like fifty percent of the reason why we say no is because we want to just temper other people's expectations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I don't want other people thinking, oh, like, you know, we lost three nothing to Belgium. Like what a failure of a world. Like that's Belgium. Like you mm-hmm. know what I mean? We got to give them the respect that they've earned over the course yeah. of the last eight years. So I think that's part of why I say that too. Not even that I don't believe it can happen. Just I don't want people to go in with the expect. I don't want mm-hmm. us to have any expectations. Mm-hmm. I want our guys to go in thinking. Anything we do at this tournament is gravy. And that's the right attitude for success. You go in with no pressure, no expectations, and you hopefully you shock the world, right? Yeah. And there let's shock the world. I think we can. Um, it's going to be a great World Cup. Super excited. I think the nation's really going to get behind this team. Yeah. Everyone's going to get hyped. You're going to see people who never talked about soccer start talking about soccer. Yeah. Start repping Canada, mm-hmm. which I love. I think it's a great environment. I'm super excited. I'm super excited to see all the cars. With all the flags. I'm waiting, bro. I'm waiting. All the footy yeah, fresh. The all the videos, Tomorrow, the maybe. watch parties, <laughs> all the footy fresh. All the footy yeah. It's 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 super exciting and I'm, I'm Good super excited. To come, man. Let's let's go Canada, man. Yeah, man. Oh, go Canada. Canada. Allez, rouge. Allez. I want to hear that song. Oh Canada. Oh, oh Canada. <laughs> yeah. Classified gonna perform. Classified, man. Classified. <laughs> but yeah, yeah man. um, thanks so much for coming by. Oh man, this is awesome. Thanks for having me. And uh anytime, I'm, anytime you guys want to have me on. <clears throat> Excuse me. I lasted the whole episode. Anytime you guys uh, want to have me on, I'm 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 close. I'm very sure. close. I'm yeah. almost too close. I could have walked here. <laughs> That's it. Too cold. Don't dox. Don't too dox cold. us, man. We're gonna get swatted, man. It's good to have a Canada soccer correspondent in the backyard. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Appreciate you coming. It was it was a pleasure. Um, great chat. And that said, drop a like, drop a comment. Um, let's get behind this nation yeah, and man. we the culture. Let's go, boys. Ciao, ciao. ciao. Oh, ciao. Canada. Guys, a lot of fun.